0: Today, we are going to introduce a new series. Uh, how many of you enjoyed our uh, exodus series <laughs> exodus series it was you know it's it's nice. Um, we had a membership class uh, just earlier. One of the commitments that the leaders uh, give to the members of the church is that we will teach the whole counsel of the Bible, and that means you know we take time to to preach the gospel in different different parts of the Bible. So before we did the Exodus series, we did James. And then last month, we did Exodus. Uh, Today, we are going to go back to my favorite book, Ephesians, but not my favorite chapter. (laughs) Not my favorite chapter, Ephesians chapter 3. As I go through this message, you will see What's the main theme of our whole month this October? We will not only just preach the book of Ephesians, specifically three, four onwards, but we will, we will specifically talk about uh, a theme. And I will mention that later on. But before that, uh, let me give you a, a story. When I was 12 years old, so, sino dito ang, uh, you, know, you enjoy magic tricks? You, you want you want to see a magic trick right now You want to make you want to you want me to make you disappear <laughs> No 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 So 12 years old ako natutunan may natutunan ako ng isang uh, card trick that blew my mind So dahil natutunan ko siya tinuturo ko siya to anyone I know Parang papakita ko yung yung card trick to anyone I know I was 12 years old I was Sharing this uh, card trick to my brothers and sisters, we were eight. So, isahing kusag, isahing This is the card trick na alam ko. Um, you, you, you will be amazed by this card trick. Ganyan, ganyan. And I think, you know, a lot of us enjoy magic tricks, right? Uh, I grew up watching David Copperfield. Do you do you remember that guy? Yung, I re- still remember this. Statue of Liberty, tapos yung crossing from one side of the um, Great Wall of China. Meron siyang ganon. aside from those illusions, illusion stuff. Uh, it's so amazing that it. I want to do, you know, I, I want to do those things. I did not grow up, you know, wanting to be a magician. Uh, I became a pastor instead. <laughs> And there are some pastors who do magic tricks uh, in their <laughs> sermons. Natatawa si Chris. Chris is laughing. Because I will not do that. If I do a magic trick in a sermon, call me out, please. <laughs> call me out. Let, don't let me preach another sermon again. <laughs> so I will not do a magic trick uh, today. Uh, but because I enjoy you know, uh, watching magic tricks and illusions, I enjoy movies like, you know, what's this uh, most recent, yung Now now You See Me. And then there's this TV series, na kapag pinapanood ko, si Julie, talagang iling na iling. pina pinapanood yan? By the way, no, so nagka akin si Julie ng magka pa kami sa office, because I was doing magic tricks in the office, you know. Uh, dun sa sa aming office, I do magic tricks. Sabihin niyo sa kanya mamayan, matutuwa siya. <laughs> So I was watching this um, I don't know if you know this. Do you see this? Breaking the magician's code. it. when you ask a magician, can you tell me back can you tell me how the magic works? Ano'ng sasabihin sa 'yo? It's a trade secret. It's a magician magician's code not to tell you the magic trick. And then there's this guy the whole TV series, just breaking every magic trick that we have seen. you know why siya nakamaskara? Bakit siya nakamask? Kasi magician din siya. So he's actually breaking their code and he doesn't want um, his face to be seen. But eventually yung series finale, my season finale yun by the way. Young season finale is to expose himself. So, I enjoy watching this because I see what's going on behind the curtain. How people are being sawed in half when they are really not. O kaya tutusukin from different, you know, different uh, areas pero buo pa rin yung katawan and things like that. I, what's your reaction when you see a magic trick being deconstructed by someone yung sinasabi sa iyo oh, ito yung magic trick ko oh. what's your reaction wala nang mystery yun lang pala yun ang dali pala noon hindi pala nawala talaga yung coin kinuha lang nung ka-partner niya you know the good thing about what the kind of mystery that we are going to talk about tonight is that it's not it does not involve misdirection it does not involve deception it involves the truth of the gospel it involves us seeing behind the curtain and realize this is awesome kung ang reaction natin sa isang magic trick ayun ah, lang pala yun. simple lang pala yun. when we Reveal, when we see how the gospel is revealed to us, we realize, wow, Lord, that is so awesome. And why are we going to talk about the mystery? You know, the word mystery is used 28 times in the Bible. 28 times in the Bible. And out of those 28 times, Apostle Paul used it 21 times. See, Apostle Paul likes talking about mystery, and what we are going to do this afternoon is not to talk about the mystery, but how it is being revealed and unraveled to us. So if you have your Bibles with you, please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 to 13, and Ephesians 3, 1 to 13. So I will read, and I will read from the ESV, English Standard Version. So let me read. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as I have written briefly, when you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, but it, it has now been revealed to His holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the gospel, uh, the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body What is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you, not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. You know, if while reading that passage today, you're wondering what the text is all about, what Paul is saying, and you got confused at a certain point of that uh, passage, don't worry. A lot of pastors experience the same thing. And... You know, they have a lot of people have difficulty understanding what this message is all about, but you know what? The good news is that God is our God of order, He is not a God of confusion. So, let me try to break this down. Yung statement that just Paul just mentioned, let me break this down in four different descriptions of what the mystery being revealed is all about. And as I give these descriptions, my goal is for us to understand three things. Okay? If you want to have an idea where we are going with this, ito yung gusto natin ma-understand, ma grasp today. What is Paul talking about the mystery? What is this mystery all about? Why is it necessary for us to understand it? Is Paul just bringing, you know, technical jargons in the Bible? Why is it necessary for us to experience this? And lastly, how we will express it today? How do we express uh, this mystery of the gospel today? But before that, let's just pause and ask the Lord's help uh, in prayer. Let's pray. Lord, indeed, as we acknowledge that you are the God of order, you are not the God of confusion, and as we struggle, as we labor to, to see uh, your good news in, in the scriptures, I pray, Lord, that it will hit our hearts. There's a reason, there's a purpose that you have called us to be here this afternoon. And I pray that very purpose will be accomplished according to your sovereign will. Help us, Lord, tune in to what you are telling us and help us, Lord, make this real in our lives. Today, this is our prayer in Jesus' name, Amen. So again, four descriptions of what this mystery of the gospel is revealed. Bakit ito mahalaga sa atin ngayon? Ano yung sinasabi ni Paul na mystery at paano natin siya mararanasan at ipapakita pa sa ibang tao? The first description of this mystery is that this mystery is about Christ. This mystery. It's about Christ. Verse 4 says, when you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of into the mystery of Christ. Hindi ito hindi ito pinakita o ipinaalam sa ibang generation, pero ito ay this is now being revealed to his apostles and prophets by the Spirit. You know, many people love to discover mysteries would you agree if you see footprints in the jungle na medyo then you have a mystery of bigfoot right if you see a picture of a big a shadowy figure in in a lake you have a mystery of the Loch Ness monster we love trying to discover mysteries and the Bible is not an exception. A lot of people tar- try to look for mysteries in the scripture. I don't know if you've heard this but many years ago there's this guy uh, and a few scholars they said they discovered a formula in the Bible. Meron silang nakitang formula in the Bible na Kinuha mo yung Hebrew letter na ito and then you skip five letters and then you skip five letters and then you skip five letters. You will see a Bible code and it's sharing a secret message. And I saw this interview. I don't know if this is the same guy but uh, they did that mathematical uh, Bible code and they saw the name... Princess Diana there, and where she died, and the names of the reporters, and, and things like that. And the interviewer, singing hanapin mo yung pangalan ko sa, sa Hebrew scriptures. And then there's this guy presented um, you know, a Hebrew, uh, Hebrew text from, sabi niya, from Song of Solomons to, I think, Nehemiah. Tapos makikita mo parang crossword puzzle showing the name of the interviewer, his birthday, and the name of his wife. You know, this became a novel called The Bible Code. And this became uh, a movie. Uh, I think it was starring Nicolas Cage. Now, there's this... Uh, there's this... Uh, letter from the children, tapos may mga code, tas yung mga mangyayari in the future. I, I forgot what's uh, the name of that movie. I think, I don't know if it was Left Behind or... Uh, what's that? Knowing. Yun, yun, yung movie na yan. So, itong grupo ng ito, they are saying, you know, there's a secret message in the Bible and they are discovering it that you can see You know, you can see the name of your future wife, Dani, doon sa the Bible. Uh (laughs) You will know kailan ka mamamatay if you skip, you know, five letters, Hebrew letters, and then five, and then five, and then five. I don't know about that. And then, people try to discover um, when the end will come. There has been an article... Uh, help me out uh, for, for people who've been uh, in, on earth longer than I am. <laughs> uh, ano yun? 88 reasons why the Lord will... What, do, you, do you recall that uh, statement of a pastor that says, here are, correct me if I'm wrong, 88 reasons why the Lord will return in 1988. Something like that. Hindi dumating. So, 89 reasons why the Lord will come 1989. You know, people are trying to look for something to discover inside the Scripture, to look for who is the Antichrist, when the end will come, uh, how it will happen. And Jesus himself said, no one knows. No one knows except the Father. But I want to single out, you know, this particular discovery in the scripture that many, many people are using, even in churches, that we search the scripture and we look for formulas how we can be successful in life. We search the scripture and say, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, you will be successful in your business, you will be successful in your relationships, you will be successful in your personal health, And I agree, a lot of the things that the Bible says encourage us to take care of our health, pursue healthy relationships, and do God-glorifying businesses. But if we use the scripture for our just personal success, we miss out the point. We miss out the point. You know, if all these discoveries do not point to Christ, we miss the point of the mystery being revealed to us. Because Jesus Himself said this, you diligently search the scriptures, yun yung uh, description na sinabi ni Jesus, because you think that in them, you have eternal life. It is these scriptures that testify about me, Young Bible code that, you know, many scholars are doing, people discovering the end times and trying to look for formulas in the scripture and how you can be successful. If it, all of those things do not point to our need for Christ, we miss it out. We miss it out. That's why, you know, our midweek series, we started midweek service September and our theme is about finding jesus in genesis finding jesus in the story in, in the book of genesis and when we do this if you attend uh, the midweek service we don't do it like that yung oh ito yung word na to ito yung j ito yung, oh, itong fifth letter ito yung e pag bumabaka doon ito yung letter s hindi po ganon ang ginagawa natin sa midweek service we are looking for instances where Jesus is foreshadowed. Okay, that's a, that's a big word. You know, when, when Jesus said this, when Jesus said this, you search the scriptures, you know what he is referring to? He's referring to the Tanakh. Do you remember that? Yung, yung Tanakh, uh, the Tanakh, the Torah, the Nebiim, and the Ketubim. Yeah, so the Torah are the the law, the Nebiim are the, the prophecies, yeah, and the ketubim are the writings, the poetries, yeah. So Jesus is saying you look into the scriptures and you find me. That's why we say, you know, we need to find Jesus in the story of Genesis. And we, when we do this, we are not looking for a, you know, parang a series of letters that spell out Jesus. Let me give you a, an example of how we find you know, a foreshadowing of Jesus in, in the book of Genesis. Uh, we did Genesis, uh, wo, uh, Genesis 2 on the second week in the fall of man. Okay? So do you remember the story of Adam and Eve? Uh, they disobeyed God and when they realized when they immediately ate of the tree of the uh, fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil aning na-realize nila? They realized they were they were naked and anong ginawa nila? Nagtago sila. And Jesus uh, sorry, sorry God hindi yun ang finding Jesus doon God what did God do? Hinanap sila. Where are you? Where are you? And then, nagturoan yung si Adam and Eve, kasi itong binigay mo sa akin eh. Sabi, sabi ni Eve, eh kasi yung serpent. Yeah. So I will not talk about further yung finding Jesus, just attend that. Pero you know, where Jesus in that story is in that redemption story. Ano yung covering Naginawa, ni Adam and Eve for themselves? Leaves. Sinon na dito nagdamit ng dahon. Nagdamit na kay dahun. Yung their covering their shame was not enough. You know what God did? They covered them with skin and you know what that meant covering them with animal skin somebody has to be killed to cover their shame an innocent animal na hindi not nagkasala has to be killed to cover their shame and that's where Jesus is in that story to cover our shame an innocent man needs to be killed. That's just a glimpse of what we do in, in finding Jesus. So, come this Wednesday, uh, 7 p.m., 6.30, there's food. So, what, what we do, what we see, and how these people experience the mystery of God is called a foreshadowing. Ang nakikita lang nila ay mga glimpses of what God is going to do. So kumbaga, ang nakikita lang ni Abraham, ni Moses, ni Isaac, and Jacob is just a shadow, a glimpse of what God will ultimately do. They are just seeing a snippet of the great mystery of God. And here we are, we know who it is. Here we are, we exactly see, we don't have to do foreshadowing. We know that it is Jesus Himself. And in some way, in some sense, we, you and me, we are more blessed than Moses. We are more blessed than Abraham. Kasi yung pangako kay Abraham, do you remember that promise ni God kay Abraham? That you will be a blessing. Through you, all the nations will be blessed. You know, Abraham did not see that. He died. But we are seeing that now. The fact that we are worshiping here outside of Israel, outside of a Jewish culture, is evidence that that promise was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. You know, I love one of the songs that we sing uh, in, in, in worship. You know, Your hidden glory in creation now revealed to you our Christ. I love that. Look at this, Colossians 2, chapter 2. I want them to be encouraged, sabi ni Paul, and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan. Ano yung plan? Ano yung plan? Which is Christ Himself. In Him, in Him, lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So, brothers and sisters, Christ Himself is the treasure. Christ Himself is the treasure, not the way to receive treasure. Christ Himself is the treasure, not the one who will give you nine million in loto. He Himself is the treasure. So, a couple more things about this point. Yung word na ginamit ni, ni Paul here, verse 5, this was not made known to the sons of men in other generations at, as it has now been revealed. Ano ibig sabihin nito? Yung mystery of the message of the gospel is revealed to him. It's not something that he discovered It's not a result of his research or discovery. In other words, we come to Christ not by our own effort. It is purely by God's divine revelation. By God's divine revelation. It is revealed by God through the power of the Spirit. And when God reveals his Son to us through the Gospel, he enables us to experience Christ which is our second description of this mystery so yes this mystery is about Christ but also this mystery enables us to experience Christ so the mystery of the gospel it is not something that we just understand intellectually it's also not something that we just feel emotionally and i want to to mention this because you know sometimes we have the tendency to split the two and many traditions do that uh, sabi nila for you to experience christ kailangan it's it's an it's a it's a it's a theological it's a intellectual understanding of the gospel okay on this opposite end you know kailangan if you experience christ kailangan yung lumuluhod ka at umiiyak ka sa sa it's a church. O kaya kapag may nagpray sa'yo, bigla kang babagsak. You know, experiencing Christ is not just one of those two extremes. It, it's actually, you know, together. It goes together. It brings those two experiences together. Look at the experience of Apostle Paul. And I will segment this into three things na na-experience niya. One... How we experience Christ through the mystery of the gospel it shapes our identity. Look at this description, verse one. For this reason, I Paul, and in description yung sarili niya? a prisoner of Christ Jesus. When, where was Paul writing this letter? Literally in prison. Literally in prison. Pero sino ang, sabi niya, anong prisoner of whom? Grabe naman si Christ Jesus, may prisoner. You know, this is um, a statement that says, I am not a prisoner of Rome. I am not a prisoner of the Emperor Nero. I am a prisoner of my Savior Jesus Christ. My Master Jesus Christ. And that's his description of himself. What else? Verse seven of this gospel: I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me by the working of His power. To me, though I am an in description niya? the least of all the saints. The least of all the saints. Parang grabe naman si Paul. Let's see. Ano pa yung description niya? And we'll move to a different book, 1 Timothy 1.15. This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And sabi ni Paul about himself? I'm the worst of them all. Do you believe him? He is the worst of them all. Question. Is Paul just Fishing for compliment. <laughs> Alam mo yun, kapag may kaibigan ka na, grabe, feeling ko babagsak ako sa exam ko eh. Tapos perfect. <laughs> Was Paul just fishing for compliment? Medyo, kailangan ba ng attention ni, ni Paul kaya niya sinasabi to? I don't think so. I think there's, he, he is a guy that understands his identity compared to what Christ has done for his life that even though he's a learned man that even though he has a good position in society he would consider himself a prisoner he would consider himself himself the least of all the apostles he would consider himself the worst of all sinners Mga kapatid, ko ang tingin mo sa sarili mo ikaw na yung worst na sinner Usap kayo ni Apostle po. Usap kayo. That's what the mystery of the gospel does to our 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 hearts. It shapes how we think, who we think we are. That we will no longer be defined by, by how our society defines us. You know how our our society defines us? You are not good enough. You need to have this phone to be more accepted. You need to to travel more to be happy. You need to have this car so that you will be, you know, you will be more accepted. But in Christ Jesus, you are God's workmanship. In other translation, Ephesians 2. It says, you are God's masterpiece. May nakapagsabi na ba sa Anyone told you that you are a masterpiece? You are a work of art. Medyo Picasso, medyo, hindi hindi pero still, you're a priceless work of art. And you are a work in progress. So it shapes our identity, not only that, it gives us purpose in life. It defines our purpose. Look at this, verse 2. Paul says, Assuming, by the way, that you know that God gave me a special responsibility of extending His grace to you, okay? Gentiles, verse 8. Again, he says, He graciously gave me the privilege of, ano yung, ano yung purpose na yon? Telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. Hindi hindi, sinab, hindi ang role ni Apostle Paul sa Gentiles. Guys, this Sunday, tayaan niyo yung mga numbers na to. He is telling them, you know, Christ is enough in your life. He is the treasure that you are longing for. And that's his role. Verse 9 says, I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. You know what that means? If we experience Christ through the gospel, it gives us an eternal purpose. It gives us an eternal purpose. And I will mention two names uh, later on how this is something that they experience in their lives. But let's move on. Another experience ni Paul is yung comfort in, in, in his time of suffering. Look at verse 13. So I ask you not, not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. Again, when Paul was writing this, he was in prison. And sinasabi niya, huwag kayong mag-alala sa akin. Huwag kayong mag-alala sa akin kasi yung nangyayari sa akin is for your benefits. Yung nangyayari sa akin, ako ay nakakulong and I'm waiting for trial and I'm actually waiting for execution is for your glory. Who in their right mind would say that? <laughs> that you are suffering in prison and you are considered an enemy of the state and you will say, you know, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's only the work of the gospel being revealed in someone's heart. You know, I saw this uh, news, developing news in China. I don't know if you can read that. Uh, but uh, Pastor Stan and Atibesi know firsthand what's been happening in China. They did uh, ministry in China for many years. And there's always an ongoing persecution in, in China, but even more so recently. Even more so recently, there are people being forced to, um, to abandon their faith, burn their Bibles, uh, and, and persecute them. But the good news is that through those experiences, you know, many, ch- many churches, many pastors are banding together and saying, you know, we will stand on our faith. We will not abandon the faith. Ito yung isang statement nila uh, in, in, in the open letter. We believe and are obligated, they are obligated to teach the world that the crucified and risen Jesus is the only head of the global church, the sole savior of all mankind, and the everlasting ruler and supreme judge of the universe to all who repent and believe in Him, God will give eternal life and an eternal kingdom. That's their statement in the midst of persecution, in the midst of possible, real danger. And they are comforted with the good news of the gospel. They will continue. Note, even in their experience, it's it's encouraging for us. It's inspiring for us. You know why? Yung, yung suffering natin ng mga churches here in the Philippines is to look for a place. Aircon is not good enough. No parking. But churches in China, wow. You know, police are going to their places of worship and dragging them out. That's the beauty of the gospel being revealed in a person's heart that we can be comforted in a time of suffering. So in essence, when, when the mystery of the gospel is revealed to us, it has the power to transform our whole life, our perspective, our purpose, our identity. And here's what Apostle Paul again says in 2 Corinthians 4.16. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day, for this light and momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. You know, Apostle Paul has a great testimony like this. And we see that his testimony is real because it transformed his heart, his perspective, and his life. Kasi ano ba ang history ni Apostle Paul, for, for many of us who recall? Sino ba siya? He is the persecutor, the great persecutor of many Christians. He was this religious guy pursuing people who are meeting in secret places, dragging them out and executing them. You know how they execute them? Binabato. Binabato. And then he had this conversion story. He met Jesus on the road to Damascus. He was blind for a few days. So imagine this, imagine this. Imagine this. You were at that time... You know, Paul, Saul at that time is the enemy. He's persecuting your friends, your relatives who are uh, Christian believers. And then someone knocks on your door and says, Help us out. Kasama ko si Saul. Converted na daw siya. Would you be happy to receive this guy who's been killing your friends? You know, if someone like Apostle Paul, someone like Saul, a persecutor of many Christians can have a place in the plan of God, that means even you and me, we have a place in the mysterious plan of God. Which leads us to our next description. This mystery includes outcasts because of Christ. Verse 6 says, This mystery, this is the message of the mystery, is that Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Show of hands, sino dito ang Gentile? Who here are Gentiles? Okay, maybe 50%. <laughs> If you are not born a Jew or a Jew proselyte, you're a Gentile. Essentially, we were outcasts. Pastor, obvious naman yan eh. Obvious naman na message yan. Kaya, kaya siguro hindi na natin kailangan masyadong pag-isipan yan. But think about this. Think about this message of Paul from the perspective of those who we're hearing this for the first time. Imagine this—you know, a lot of Jews are being converted, being believing and understanding that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, and not many Jews are, you know, are believers at that time. And then something happened. Something happened. Gentiles were also being converted, and so you, mga Jew Christians, iniisip nila. Anong nangyari? Bakit may mga Gentiles who also believe in Jesus? Kailangan ba kumain din sila ng kosher? Kailangan ba yung men sa kanila will be circumcised? Kailangan ba sundin rin nila yung laws and, and rituals natin? Eventually, there's this group of believers mixed Jews and Gentiles that are divided. Group of people who were not really essentially together, but they are now together. But the Gentiles were second-class citizens in the body of Christ. They were second-class citizens. Look at this description uh, in chapter 2 of Ephesians. Remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, meaning... May mga group of people in the church, in, in, in the believers at that time, meron, merong sinasabi, ah, ito yung mga, ito yung mga hindi natin kasama. Yeah. Remember that you were at that time, an in description? Separated from Christ, alienated from the citizenship of Israel, strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. And in chapter 3, Paul says, you know what? You are no longer that. You are fellow heirs. You are members of the same body. They are not better than you. You are fellow partakers of the promise. The same promise that God gave to the Jews is the same promise that you experience today. So, here's a paraphrase of Ephesians two nineteen to 20. Whenever you feel unloved, unimportant, or insecure, remember to whom you belong. Remember to whom you belong. So, you know, for, for those who want that, the verse in ESV, it says, So then you are no longer strangers, Aliens, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Mas cheesy itong picture na ito. Remember who you belong, and you belong to the household of God. And here's even more. So Galatians, we did Galatians series many uh, months back. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are in Christ, then Abraham, the promise that God gave to Abraham and his offsprings, you are also heirs to that promise. You know what this means, brothers and sisters? If you feel that you do not belong, If you feel that, you know, in a certain way, you cannot connect, you are exactly in the right place. If you feel like you're an outcast in the church, if you feel that you are not good enough in the church, if you feel that you are not, if you're not behaving enough in the church, just like, you know, your other friends, you are in the right place. You have a place here. You have a place here. One of the things that I want to see in Breadcom QC is for people to be here in the church who are struggling with their sexuality. For people who will say, you know what? I'm, I'm gay, I'm lesbian. And they will feel welcome in our church. You know, we have a church member many, many years ago. Um, yung story niya uh, went through. Maalala mo Kaya, si Vincent Chago. You know, that's a story of a uh, you know transformed life. That this guy became. Uh, Physically, a woman, ng trans, nataudn, trans, trans, transsexual. He did that, so he had a, a, a legal name na pambabae. He married a British guy, and then he met Christ, and in breadcrumb. He saw how he is accepted. No, I love that. I love that. I love for people to sit here and recognize, you know, Pastor, I'm struggling with addiction. Help me out. Uh, in, in our midweek service, uh, there's a group there uh, that works in a salon. There's a group there that works in a salon. So, ma papan si mo iba yung nila. But I love that they have been attending from the day one, week one, until last Wednesday. They never missed a Sunday. Uh, they never missed a Wednesday. That's so amazing that they are welcomed in a community that's supposedly for good people. Because that is not true. Katulad ng sinabi ni, ni Paul. Jesus Christ came to save sinners, not nice people, save sinners for which I am the worst. So if you feel like you don't belong, if you feel like your friends don't belong here, tell them, brother, you're wrong. You definitely belong here. But pastor, what does that mean for us today? And here's our last point. Yung outcast at that time, the Gentiles are now included, and in, in we are the evidence of that. That we Gentiles are experiencing the inclusion of a different race to one body called the church. Look at this verse 10 and 11. God's purpose in all this was to, and in purpose, to use the church to display. God's wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Now, I always say this, uh, especially in, in some of the students here, you know, your Christian faith is personal, but it is not private. Your faith, it is personal, but it is not private. It will always be in the sense, in the context of a community. If your Christian journey, if our Christian journey is not connected in a Christian community, we miss out on the very purpose of the church. And this is the whole theme of our series, actually. In the whole month of October, we are going to talk about who is the church. We are going to talk about what it means to be part of the church and we see one of the purpose of the church here in our verse, that we are called for a purpose. Yun ang ibig sabihin ng church, ng ekklesia, that you are called out by God for a purpose. And that purpose is to display His wisdom in rich variety. We cannot display God's wisdom in rich variety if we're doing it alone. We need other people to do that. We need, you know, we need brothers and sisters from, from different uh, aspects of life. We need both young and old. That's why we consider the children here in our church, they belong to the visible church. They are very much part of our community as much as anyone in this place. So, you know, I saw this, I saw this illustration uh, about the church, and I modified this a little bit. There's a difference between. We always see that. Yung, don't be, don't go to church. Be the church. Have you seen that 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 phrase or heard of that? Don't go to church. Be the church. This is a more um, rich definition. Yung I go to church is a is an experience of a church that is a consumer church. this des, description nyo? Yung consumer church is seen as a dispenser of religious goods and services. People come to the church to be fed, to have their needs met through quality programs and activities. So I go to church to consume. But that is different from saying I am part of the church and that is called a missional church it's a body of people sent on mission who gather in community for worship